Okay, uh, hold on. Timer. I'm starting the timer. Now I'm going to give you 25 minutes, and I'm going to give you 15 seconds. Thank well, you. we're running, so okay. whenever you want. Okay. You can just... Well, I think, you know, the correct way to start this is to welcome uh, our newest team member, Brad. Welcome, to Brad. The, yeah, the group. Thanks, thanks yeah, Brad, for, for joining. Um, we're really, yeah, we're really excited to have you. Um, I think it's going to be a fruitful partnership. Um, secondly, I think what's in order is a congratulations for uh, James for topping or for um, reaching uh, to a pretty, I mean, competitive category. And I think geographically, a place <laughs> that, uh, you know, financial literacy in that part of the world is, is huge. Is huge, and so James. Uh, without further ado, congratulations for cracking the top thirty in Uganda. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think specifically in the finance department. A lot of people podcast. like to skate to where the puck is. Yeah, right. I like to skate to where the puck's going. Yeah, and the puck is in the United States of America right now, but the puck is clearly headed to Uganda. And so, being top thirty in the investing category means a lot. Your other um, podcast is a sponsor of, of this particular podcast. I yes. just want to give it a quick shout out. That I think that'd be helpful for our listeners and fans. Yep, ready for retirement, real personal finance, all sponsors of Built On Chronicles. Nice, awesome. I think what we'll jump into uh, first is we were just talking about it before uh, recording, before all the lights and, and, and glitz and glamour were here. Um, is a little bit about momentum. Yeah. Mm. Momentum, you know, is an elusive mistress for some um, because it takes a lot of action and there's a lot of early segments of figuring out how to get that momentum, right? Whether it's relationally, professionally, whatever it is, whether you're trying to develop a habit. You guys want to touch on that at all? How do you find momentum? Um, it's, well, it's big. I mean, why do people call timeouts two times out of three in the NBA? Mm. The team's on a run. The team's on a run. They want to stop momentum. And and in the NBA, you're that that cheat code called timeout that can stop that momentum. And in real life, you don't. You have lawsuits. You have stuff like that. You don't have any law. You don't have any momentum killers. But I think that it's um, there's this graph I like to look at, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like these cheesy like motivational things that come up on my Google Chrome when I open a new tab, and it's this bar graph where it's like little bar, little bar, little bar, little bar, little bar. And then it's like the J curve hits mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, has this little air that says you are here, right? Where it's like nothing's happened and it's about to take off. And mm-hmm. to me, that's a momentum thing of it's those little things. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And then all of a sudden the momentum starts and it's unstoppable, but it just takes some reps to get there. Like the Uganda thing. I've exactly. been dying yeah. for that. Yeah. I'm 150 something episodes in. Yeah. Finally cracked. Top are you 30. really? 150? I think at wow. least, yeah. That's, exactly. that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's momentum. Yeah. It's momentum. And, and so the next end, week yeah. I'll be 28. Yeah. The next week after that I'll be yeah. top 20. <clears throat> next thing you know, all, all six listeners in Uganda will be listening to me. Exactly. Right. I think in the information age, momentum is very tough because there's such an abundance of information that says, hey, here's why this won't work. Mm-hmm. Or don't do this, do this. And there's an overstimulation amount of information where you get kind of you, you don't know where to go with things, right? And so momentum, it feels like, happens a lot slower. It's kind of one of those things where it's like you kind of overestimate how much you can do in a year, but you maybe underestimate how much you can do in five years mm-hmm. or ten mm-hmm. years, right? Mm-hmm. Where you think, okay, by next year I want to be here. But in reality, you look back on it and go, man, I really didn't accomplish what I wanted to, but 
five, ten years, you look back at where you started, you go, wow, that was a lot, right? Yeah. Hmm. Compounding effects. Yeah. That's what it is. Most powerful thing there is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's switch to Krispy Kreme. Yeah, let's. They don't have any momentum. What happened to their momentum? I don't know. Between yeah. maybe uh, let's call it 03 to I think 02 is fair. Okay. 02. Yeah, I like that 02 because we were about, you know, 13 years old roughly. The In-N-Out or the Krispy Kreme In-N-Out Burger combo and a lot of kind of strip mall type areas specifically in California, the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. Was was still to my this day my favorite dynamic duo between getting in an out Burger and then mm-hmm. dipping over, seeing the lights on over at Krispy Kreme, walking in, maybe even getting a free donut. Yeah. Getting a box. I mean, when people used to bring those boxes of mm. Krispy Kreme donuts into class. You don't see those boxes anymore. No one's bringing Krispy Kreme boxes anywhere. Is anywhere. that a is that an assault on sugar? Or why? why? No. Uh, you know, I don't think so. Okay. First thing I'll say is I think that combination, the, the In-N-Out Krispy Kreme co- combination has been replaced with in-and-out and chick-fil-a combination which i kind of like you know a lot of those crispy creams i'm aware of are now chick-fil-a's okay also we had the conversation about coffee like the profit of coffee which did i send you an infographic yesterday did i send it out no No, i'll show you it's a shame no it's really cool we should we should talk about it at some point um like starbucks was the thing and now it's these specialty coffees yeah same with donuts. It's these specialty donuts. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like there's the Broad Street. There's VGs. There's these places that are just not just donuts. Just like Starbucks was just coffee. Yeah. Now Starbucks figured it out and they're doing really well. But like these mm. specialty experiential coffee shops are now much more popular. And I think you have the same thing with donuts. And Krispy Kreme could first adapt. world first world <clears throat> coffee shops displacing Starbucks who created the market. Well, you bring up Starbucks though, but. Do you Same think, thing with donuts. I feel like Starbucks is playing chess because Starbucks... I think Starbucks is incredible. Killing they've it. They've evolved from Northwest coffee yeah. guys to now, anytime I need a snack... Killers. They're kind of a, a current day deli a little bit. Which is they so don't weird ask for tips at checkout. They don't. Hmm. Their food's gross. What though. coffee shop you don't, doesn't ask for well, that's, that's a that's $5 that's, default tip at checkout? Yeah, the, the peer That's pressure. a legitimate pain point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What used to be like a sleek, sly way to generate maybe twenty percent, bump your margins twenty percent, probably on a daily basis, um, is now an inconvenience. It's something that actually makes me kind of almost have a bad experience when I go in the tablets, basically, mm-hmm. or, or just tips in general. Mm-hmm. Retail yeah. has been, you know, gone, going through an apocalypse the last fifteen years or so. <laughs> yeah, and they've tried to save it with a tablet. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing the repercussions of that. Right? Yeah, and these guys are ahead of the curve. Starbucks is? Yeah, yeah that's my yeah. point. Yeah. Let's touch on the food because... Krispy Kreme has not recovered the way Starbucks it, has recovered from the first world coffee shop thing, right? Yeah, I, I hadn't heard of them in years until I someone said, like, if you get your vaccine, you get a Krispy Kreme done for free or something. It's like, oh, I forgot about Krispy Kreme. Like, they're still around. That's, yeah, that that's would be, very funny. That would be something Krispy Kreme would try to revitalize themselves yeah. yeah. Right. Instead of like actually just there's already going through a big marketing behind push something or else. rebrand or something. Yeah. Draft. Which is sad. You know. <laughs> yeah. But sure. um, great product. At the end of the day. Light, like tasteful. Yeah. You can re it's microwavable. Yeah. It's a sure. good donut. I don't know about microwavable. Brad, have you done? Have you had your donut microwaved by Krispy Kreme? Okay. Yeah. Shame. Yeah, I was I hoping you had Krispy Kreme, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's a good product. Yeah. What do you yeah. think, Brad? 
I think overall it's pretty good. Here um, we go. In terms of uh, sugar-wise, uh, at least for me personally, yeah. uh, maybe a bit too much for certain ones, but too rich. overall it's still pretty good. So by the end of it, you're done with one. You can't eat yeah. like two, three, four. It's but the, the classic glaze is very, is very good for a glazed donut. It's just fair. Yeah. I think hey, people don't want glaze anymore. I think we're we're kind of moving in. I mean, you guys talked about the sidecar donuts of the world. You know, they've scaled mm-hmm. um, throughout Southern California. You know, kind of the, the the artisan type donut. I think we're going to see a pink box revolution where the local guys that do the Chinese mm-hmm. food and the the donut shop kind of guys are going to come back because I, I think like that. That, that that pink box when you on Saturday morning when you know, John a- you know is going to say hey ladies I'm going to go grab. A few donuts for his two daughters and his wife, and he comes back with a, a dozen donuts in a pink box. He rides his e-bike. Does Krispy Kreme have a pink box? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. no. Pink box being the, you know, the old school donut, the shop. crappy donut oh, shop, uh, which uh, is really yeah, just as good donuts, but for fifty cents instead of five dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing costs like no probably. hipsters with a you know you got just cash only. Yeah, like the yum yums of the world. Or exactly. Yeah, they're, like, they're not asking for tips on a on a on a tablet. They sell the day old donuts like a dollar off or something. No, they throw them places. away. Or they're free. Yeah. No, yeah. I used yeah. my birthday party used to be good. Day old donuts. Day old. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, just buy all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good. I do. Uh, uh, James did hit a nerve a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, as I was kind of going through my um, current affinity with Starbucks and mm. their evolution over the last, let's call it five to 10 years from, again, <coughs> Northwest Seattle coffee guys, which I couldn't like that type of persona less. <laughs> yeah, sure. To a great place that I can go grab a quick spinach feta wrap and a grande <laughs> coffee. Sure. Um, sure. James seems to think the food isn't good there. Now, I will admit, and we have it on record, and Brad will pull up the footage yeah. of James talking about how if there was anyone that you wouldn't go to for food advice, mm-hmm. it would be him. Mm, yeah. I had asked him actually last week about his pr- favorite protein. He said, look, here's the qualifier. Not a food guy. People have said I'm one of the worst. Can I, can I uh, add, add a caveat sure. to that? A little asterisk? Yeah. And let that this be reflected in the, the show notes, please. Yeah. Is... James from 2019 and before, you don't go to okay. ask for food advice. Oh, okay. James since 2019 is maybe the guy you go to. As a Blaze Pizza advice. investor with LeBron and as a Blaze Pizza, figure. yeah, yeah, really. Blaze Pizza might be, it's one of the best. Pe- Bona Forchetta is better, but then maybe it's Blaze Pizza and that's it. So I, I just wanted to quickly, you know, defend defend james and what, what so talk to us about your gripe with starbucks mm. food is there anything in p- particular that you are are not a fan of um yeah the food is, is there <laughs> anything that sticks out or is it just in general it's 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 like what i it's maybe one step up from lunchables or as a kid you like you know lunchables are really cool and good what about the no. egg, egg egg bites are you not a fan of those have i don't had have the egg bites i have the sandwiches okay. and they're fine they're whatever um it's not bad if you need to eat something and you're in a hurry that's the only reason they have food there yeah because you're, yeah. you're in a hurry it's quick and it's a grab and go yeah i, I think that it's 35 percent <clears throat> revenue ad yeah you know yeah and and, and good for them it's just not good food I their app saying. is very easy to use they have a great app Pick it up. Nice. It's ready in five minutes. Yeah. Your name on it. I mean, you're in, you're out. There's no awkward conversation with the barista that just started working there last week who doesn't really necessarily know how to make, you know, John's favorite mm-hmm. shakarata, which mm-hmm. is four, at least four shots of espresso. Shakerado. Shakerado, sorry. Yeah, yeah John goes in and he says, down. grab a cup and just start pouring espresso in it. And they don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. 
That's I would, true. I would like to bring up John's relationship with caffeine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, and yeah. He, That's the relationship. He, he's he's about. had a, a very interesting ebb and flow. Um, I would consider him someone that if there had been a, a ca- caffeine rehab center, he would have probably made a few visits visits and yeah. you know stayed a little while. I, I respect his relationship, though, because he's been able to fully remove himself from it. That many times mm-hmm. I have, I all often do just one cup of coffee, but I've had one cup of coffee for 15 years in a row now without 15? missing a day, probably oh. it's college. Mm-hmm. So I don't drink a lot. Whereas John can will go all in, but has the ability to stop. I don't know if I have that ability. Mm. Like, yeah, I, I do. Um, yeah, I, 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 uh, I probably have a dopamine addiction problem just in general. Okay. You know, the ability to. Slow down mid-consumption of something is. I mean, I I could, but I just choose not to. Yeah. Typically, you know, huh. overindulge definitely. Yeah. Well, any stories in particular where you knew you had a, a caffeine problem? Well, maybe <clears throat> just a couple of days where, you know, you're having your fifth or sixth quad shot <laughs> or six shot latte. You've had a couple regular cups of coffee, yeah, and you're feeling tired, yeah. And you yeah. think that if I've had enough caffeine to kill a child, and you want to take a nap, and I want to take a nap, then you know there's probably something wrong with my my body chemistry. Yeah, yeah. And cutting out that caffeine is 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 uh, one of the more remarkable experiences. It's really incredible experience. Your sleep is much better. No, well, no, well, Your energy's well, much better. well. See what happens. The way caffeine works is it basically, and this is you know I'm not a scientist, yeah. but this is basically the simple man version of it. Is it blocks the receptors in your brain that say I'm tired, right? So you get tired, and these receptors in your brain get hit with some kind of hormone that goes, yeah, I'm tired, and then you get sleepy and you fall asleep. Yeah. Caffeine blocks those receptors so that your tired juices basically can't attach. And so then you don't realize that you're tired. Yeah. But your brain adapts to the drug. So as caffeine blocks those receptors, there's, you know, a bunch of these things looking to attach to a, an I'm tired message. And so it creates more receptors. And we're in, in like the, the magnitude of millions. And so that's why you need more and more and more and more and more of it to work like with any other drug. And so, you know, when you get to a point where I was at, where, you know, it's such an unbelievable amount of caffeine that you're ingesting on a regular basis, that you have millions and millions of more receptors of I'm tired than you should. When you cut it out, basically couldn't stay awake just mid- midday, be like on calls, falling asleep, you know, trying to send emails, 10 a.m., 11 a.m., yeah. 1 p.m., yeah, sleeping on my desk, waking up, <gasps> you know, for like two or three days, and then it was it was fine. But it took, it took probably like three weeks or so for things to normalize, mm. which is, I think, actually the same amount of time it takes for your brain to normalize after any um, kind of dopamine offset addiction, actually, which is interesting because it's a completely different neurotoxin. But, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. You know, you opening up. We're with you in this yeah. journey. It's a courageous share. Yeah. On my end. Both myself, yeah. Brad, and James, you know, we support you Thanks. in we your do. walk. Yeah, I appreciate that. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting back into the addiction now, though. Probably yeah, exactly. Six cups today. Yeah, exactly. We also yeah. support that. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. I think coffee, you know, um, I had never drank coffee. 
pre my first job out of college. And man, my life has vastly improved because of coffee. Yeah. I remember when you started. Yeah. 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 When you were back on Sand Hill Road in gorilla suits. Yeah. Running around, raising money. Yeah. You know. It's it caffeine we, we called it C and D at my first job, but coffee and dials. Mm. You know, if you need someone to call like a madman or, or, you know, as war terms, like when Sherman crossed through Georgia back during the Civil War, if you need, you know, a man to tear something limb from limb, you give them, at least for me personally, a fill, maybe a Phil's coffee hmm. coupled with a double espresso shot on the side to kind of chase that. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, the Germans gave uh, the Nazis meth. What? The Germans gave themselves meth? Yeah, well, like the German leaders of the Nazi army gave the Nazis meth, some kind of derivative of meth to- in like a pill form or something. Wow. When they would like, yeah, so there's a little bit of a history of that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think our listeners will enjoy that. Brad, are you a coffee? Uh, honestly, I try to avoid drinking coffee. Oftentimes, if someone approached me and asked me, oh, would you like some coffee? I usually say no, but occasionally <laughs> I might say yes just to try it, but that will usually be it. Well, yeah, Brad's a, a healthy guy. Yeah. yeah, you look very healthy. Yeah. 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 Thank you. He's not going to overindulge in something like that. Yeah. Moderation, yeah. I think, is... You know, not that fun, but it's it's a good way to live. Well, yeah, moderation and in everything, including moderation. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Next topic. Hit us. Yeah. Hmm. I, I would like to touch on Joel a little bit. His return, the prodigal son, has returned <laughs> from South Africa. Yeah. Uh, sure. Made his way to Ellis Island. <clears throat> right. Kind of navigated through some murky waters. Coming from his hometown um, of Johannesburg, South mm-hmm. Africa, during a very trying time, both politically, socially, relationally, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally, spiritually. And uh, he's now back on the West Coast. Um, had a, a good time with him this past weekend. He's back mixing it up um, like he never left. Showing a little bit of momentum on his side, mm-hmm. not stalling, mm-hmm. getting right back into the thrall of things. Surfed Rincon on uh, mm-hmm. Saturday. Had a great little excursion out there. I obviously wasn't there. I was working. Um, but was able to meet up with him later that day, chat, catch up. Have you guys been able to see him yet? How do you, how do I you feel about his return? Any mixed emotions? Do you like that he's back after after a quarter a of both, gone? You know. Okay. Happy and sad. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you sad about? Just in general, I think about him being back, yeah. saddening. You like him out on the open road? Yeah, yeah. You know, like taking a a Mustang out out of the prairie and putting him into a pen. Something yeah. dead just doesn't sit right with me. Did you walk through a prairie on the way over here? You got all these little mm, things. I in did. Your sweater. Yeah. What's going on with that? Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I did. Um, is that my prairie right out front here? Or was that? Well, a- yeah, you don't do it. You know, you know, it's it's hard to get to your house without hitting a bunch of. Well, when you break in, every look at episode, these bushes hanging over. It look at yeah. this. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know who does the gardening here, but if it's you, mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be ashamed. I I do want to also before James chimes in and, and talks 
and shares his sentiments about Joel's return. I do want to announce that we will be um, bringing our first official guest on um, okay. next week. It's going to actually be um, something the uh, that our listeners are going to vote on. Um, <laughs> okay. We have. I, I'm not going to release it quite yet. There's. We have a Rolodex of about three to four different. Hmm. Um, hmm. Different, Can very we tease beloved. it out or anything, or is it? Are we going to phone them in, or are they going to they going to be physical guests? They have the option. I think, you know, we'd like for them to be present. I think sure. Brad and his team have asked to kind of they'd like to have people that are going to be guests. It's easier yeah. that way. Yeah. You know, I think we're all at a point now where having been through Corona and obviously, um, you know, going through this all. You know, virtual is is great. I don't think it's going away. Obviously, I'm a, a new owner of land in the metaverse. As of this last week, I'm, I uh, bought a parcel of land. Um, which Congratulations! I'm very, so, thank you. Are you on? That's um, great. Snoop Dogg's block. No, in the no, meta- no. I'm. Um, there is an art. Gal- there's an art gallery near me. Oh. Um, I haven't. I actually was speaking with a couple developers, uh, mm. like real estate developers, mm-hmm. um, not software engineers. Although it is a piece of widget land that mm-hmm. I own. Um, but what I would like to build, there's a couple ideas. Maybe having a big house that you throw parties at, you invite DJs to come and perform. Although that's the music one. In terms of scale, there's no better way to scale something early on in an innovative technology than through music. It's the greatest drug known to man. Um, I don't want to do music. I'd rather be in a gritty, blue-collar type of wedged-in resource in the metaverse that, for, that a resource that people need. Trash, I'd love to be... Um, wow, you know, waste, the waste management of the yeah. metaverse is something I've thought a lot about. Yeah, um, and and our you know holding company that you know you guys are both a part of Dry Powder Inc. Um, you know we're, we're gonna have a we'll have quarterly meetings and kind of talk about some different ideas on what might be a better um, you know way to to use the metaverse as a place we can be the hands and the feet of that space mm-hmm. as people move from. The reality, the, yeah. the real world, into putting on goggles. Well, that's really important. Yeah. Yes. Why don't you so, give your your thoughts on on Joel's return? I, I'm sorry, I I, I digress. Um, I think it's great. I, I think that on the momentum topic, one way you sometimes get momentum is the change of scenery mm. and doing something different. Mm-hmm. But once that momentum's there, you need to kind of slingshot it, catapult it into. <laughs> to the rest of your life. So I think if you can use that to build that momentum and then come back and continue it, I think to bring this all full circle, I think it's a wonderful thing. I think his momentum could go further here than it could in South Africa. Do we want to give my brother-in-law a call? Um, no. He's, he's had such great feedback on the other ones. Yeah, he, we've really enjoyed his... He was weighed in on... Um, last week with James and I, he weighed in on the Rittenhouse... Verdict. No, last what he week didn't, was, actually. No, it was Gazelle. Oh, yeah. Maxwell. Yeah, the, the, he, the, the, the Maxwell oh, he, case. Oh, he, you dialed him in last week. Yeah, we dialed him in. Oh, okay. He, he, he said he, he didn't know anything about Meghan Markle. Yeah, he, he, he mistook uh, Meghan Markle, the former Duchess, yeah. with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell That's and her perfect. Her Let's definitely get a thought from him. Yeah. There. I didn't so realize then that. With the Kyle we Rittenhouse there. thing, he, um, he weighed in heavily, meaning that he had no real understanding our opinion on what was right well you you got about a minute and 40 seconds to get him on the horn if you'd like i'm gonna call him and then he's not gonna pick up and then john will call him and he will pick up let's try that yeah yeah go what's the topic you want him to weigh in on Mm. i got a good one for him oh joel's return would be perfect yeah 
I was going to say. Wow, he did pick up. Me? Hey, Connor. Question for you. Hey, this is this is your speaker. This is as good as your speaker does. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you're at a restaurant with earpods in. Well, well, why don't you just give us a quick synopsis on your thoughts on Joel's return? Are we happy about it? Or are we sad about it? What do we think? No comment. Wow, no comment. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. Yeah, that was perfect. Very insightful. Perfect way to end, honestly. Yeah, just yeah. love that other perspective yeah. that I hadn't considered before. Yeah. A really good perspective from Connor. So as that's, usual. that's episode five. Again, um, Brad, as we always do, we're going to have you leave us with your uh, some parting thoughts, anything yeah, yeah. from the crew as we take it into our Monday and, uh, you know, something to lead us with the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Well, at least what comes to mind is uh, continue to build momentum with uh, the mindset of having flexibility. Flexibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, being open to different. Uh, Mindsets and ideas of others. Thank you. Excellent. That's great. That's great. Fantastic. Honestly, a lot better than Connor's. Yeah. Jokes aside. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. Again, special thanks to our sponsors, um, Southwest. Use the code Biltong um, Uh to receive 25% off any domestic flights over the next two months. And then again, thank you to El Pollo Loco. Make sure to check out their Fiery Chicken Bowl. which is an offering for an, uh, up until the new year. So until yeah. December 31st, um, you get 20% off with the code uh, built on. I believe it's actually free. Is it? Yeah, free, free, one free uh, fiery chicken bowl. Okay. But you got to do it at checkout. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Cheers. <clears throat>